Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Team Building Podcast, where you learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. And we've got a fantastic guest with us today. We've got Troy Brimmer, the Director of Sales for First Class Real Estate out in Virginia Beach. We have had the owner of that team, Ryan Finch, on the show before. We're going to dive deep into Troy's role and really how you can explode your team by finding someone like Troy and plugging the right person into your team structure so that they can oversee your agents and do all the cool things that Troy does within the team. We'll get to that in a second. But first, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, sporting his uh, signature ERS swag, Jeff Cohn. What's up today? Hey, what's up, you guys? Super excited. Troy, thank you so much for coming on our show today. And Johnson, thank you for your continued support in hosting our show. You've done an awesome job. We're pumped for this topic. I get jacked. Everyone, a lot of these podcasts out there are all about the crushing it and the visionary and the ideas people. But the ones that truly deserve the credit are the Troys and the Andys and the Kevins and the Matts of the world who are the implementers that are making the difference. I don't hear a lot of podcasts where the person leading the podcast asks deep questions, digs into the weeds to truly understand the back office systems. Troy is going to unveil to us um, raw, now, live the things that they're doing to sell over 540 houses last year for $110 million in Virginia Beach. Um, they have a team of 85 agents and a brokerage with about 110 agents. So insane numbers. Everyone that listens to this wants to either continue selling over 500 houses a year or at least get to that benchmark. That's incredible. Um, Troy, welcome to the show, man. Well, it's a pleasure, fellas. Ask away. You know, uh, I mean, we're excited about what we're doing here. Um, you know, we already see some year-to-year -year, uh, growth, and uh, you know, when you say 543 houses, uh, we almost look at that as underperforming. Um, that if we got a little better each month, um, you know, we probably could have hit 600. Uh, yep. But you know, we're always self-evaluating and, and finding out how could we do it. Really, on a week-to-week -week basis, we do that. Yep. Well, and what I know everyone does is when I tell them how many houses I sold, they always then ask how many agents I have. And they'll take 543 units divided by my 85 team agents. And that's 6.3 houses a year. And I always say McDonald's doesn't apologize for having 10 times the restaurants as Burger King. I think they're doing pretty well. So it's not honestly, when you look at the per agent deals, of course, that makes the agent suffer. That's underproducing. But the truth mm -hmm. is, and we spoke off air, and this is what I see constantly with teams, is when you have 80 agents or 40 agents or 20 agents, Half of those agents are producing and making a six-figure income or more, and a lot of them are still learning or choosing to engage. They may choose to only sell five houses a year, and that's okay. So people shouldn't get caught up in the per-agent production. What they should get caught up in is the net number the broker keeps off of each transaction, independent of how many restaurants you have or agents you have. That's the number we look at, and we measure GCI to net return, and that's a business conversation. So too often individuals that don't understand business get caught up in the agent Account. We know we don't need to. We know we just need more agents so we can continue to take a percentage from each one while yeah. offering insane value to help them build your business. So 
first off, I know we talked off air, Troy, and I was going to prepare you for talking a little bit about the different options someone has, because I mentioned you're a brokerage, and I think you said you have three offices. So explain right. to our audience, when an agent chooses to join the organization, how you and or they differentiate between coming on under the broker, building a team within the broker, choosing to join Ryan's team within the brokerage, and what each of those options looks like. Well, you know, we really have a, a pretty large menu because what we want to do is have as many options as possible um, just so it's it's business that they're passionate about and the path that they choose. Um, you know, our team is made up with a lot of agents where they're either newer in the business, maybe they've even done it uh, five, six, seven years, but we're looking for a better path. Um, our team is really full service because uh, we have a um, you know pretty robust training when they first come in. Um, we offer company trainings on a regular basis. Um, we have a, a lead system that draws in from all the typical sources, uh, a number of listings. So we have 160 active listings that are driving those leads in. Uh, we really try to help them envision like, okay, well, imagine you woke up tomorrow and you had 160 listings. What sort of business would that bring you? Um, and we've changed the model a little bit before we had agents answering the phone and converting. But now our duty is more of a hybrid where they'll have inside sales agents who are converting the phone leads. They convert the web leads. So it's a partnership in that. Um, and then we have a full back end support system, a closing coordinator, listing coordinator, courier. Um, so really their job is to improve their conversations and get paperwork signed and serve as clients. So we really have a lot of that back end will help out team agents. So like I said, it's, it's pretty well-rounded in supplying them. Yeah. Um, as far as independence, it's really their choice. Uh, we do have some that have um, a team. So uh, their team under the brokerage has the, a bit of the ability to use some of those own resources if they wanted to, um, or they could find their own. So we welcome you know both. And we have a mixture of some that will use our in-house closing coordinator um, or our relationship with some of our vendors. Um, and then we have you know some of those teams where I'm sure we've all seen them in real estate. They're a one person team, right? Um, and they're a true independent model. And as far as splits, uh, we have everything from you know, 95-5 uh, to 70-30, 80-20. We've got a full menu. It just depends on how how many of our services do you want to work into your business uh, that seems to save you a little bit of time and money. So the more value they need from you directly as the broker, owner, or team leader, the less of a split they may make up front, but the more money mm -hmm. they may, may end up netting year in should they choose to take advantage of all those tools that are available to them. Correct. So what options is there? So you can be a team leader within the brokerage. Yep. You can yep. be an individual agent within the brokerage. Yep. You can be an agent on Ryan's team. Correct. What other roles yep. are there? I mean, those are the main the main three, I think, that people talk on. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, but we offer a lot of the, the same services. So uh, one thing I think that you, we offer to, let's say, team leaders, um, we offer to train their agents. Uh, we know that they're out uh, doing their own recruiting and trying to procure business. And some of them are using newer agents or agents who are just trying to get better at their game. So uh, let me pause you real quick, Troy, for our, our listeners, because some of them are squirrel. They have a hard time focusing. <laughs> and um, this isn't the sexiest topic in the world, but I want you to hear what he said that is sexy. They will allow agents to join their organization as a brokerage, and then they'll train those agents' agents. The brokerage, most brokerages don't even do a good job training their own agents. 
let alone believing that they can help train the agents of the teams within their brokerage. And I think that's fascinating. We do the same within our team here in Omaha. So that's one of the biggest, I think, unique selling propositions that you guys have. And what I've found is awesome is we can offer that to current brokerages and current teams. Bring your team over, bring your brokerage over, and we'll not only train, we'll do new agent training, which a lot of your people probably need new agent training if they're selling less than five houses a year. And I'm sure you guys have experienced the same. What are some other unique selling propositions, Troy? Well, uh, as far as you know, our, our team, I think what we, we try to do is um, whether it's independent or whether it was a, a team member, um, we don't just work on the business aspect of things. We are big believers in culture and environment and then personal growth. So we'll have certain things, uh, not only for men, like there's a men Bible group, but then there's also a women's Bible group. Um, you know, we have a, um, a women's group where they're creating vision boards. Um, we really, every communication that we have, um, you know, it's a lot of it is culture driven. We figure if we have the culture right first. Keep okay. giving us examples. I hear the word culture too much and it makes me want to yep. throw myself off my building. So I love hearing Bible group. What I, and I don't care what someone's opinion is towards religion, but you have some yep. type of a group. Do you talk about something that's meaningful to everybody? It can be dog club for all I care. But it's something yep. that brings people together. And I think it's interesting to separate the sexes because, as we know, there's different conversations per the sex one is. And I think that's mm -hmm. really interesting. That's the first time I've heard of that. What more surrounding culture do you do? Well, we always look for um, opportunities to get to uh, get together where it's not so business related. Uh, every month we have a top producer event. And we actually have that threshold pretty low to get in. If you close the deal, you're in the top producer event. Um, if you listed two homes, you're in that. Um, and we ended up with a, you know, a, a pretty healthy list every month. We'll do everything from charter a fishing boat to go to like tomorrow or Friday, rather we're going to Dave and Buster's plug. Um, and you, you said try to find things and I'm going to correct your speech in that and have you agree okay. with me that you are intentionally creating time to yep. motivate your agents to go somewhere. So if you're a team leader listening, don't think that these opportunities just happen upon themselves and everyone's going to show up. I have yet to see a team where that happens. It has to be a focused strategy and getting your agents to Dave and Buster's or getting your agents to the fishing boat or getting your agents to Bible study or whatever the case may be. There's a strategy behind that. So what are some of the things you're doing throughout the week, throughout the month to remind the agents of the upcoming culture events that are taking place to get them to want to go to it and not just feel like it's another checkbox that they have to stroke? Well, you know, the way we look at it is um, you really have to do a lot of in-house marketing. And we really call it you know, re-recruiting uh, because while they're here, uh, we have to remind them of what we do and, and what we bring to the team and the success that's happening in the team, including some of these events. And so what we do is we schedule them out pretty far in advance. We let everyone know what's what's in it, whether it's open access or if it's something that is uh, a little bit more driven towards their business. We try to have them regularly enough uh, it was just the day before the Super Bowl where we have a, a wing cook-off. Uh, and then now we have a top producer event coming up in a couple of days. Uh, we have a call night next week. Um, so just about every week there's something that's going on. Uh, but, you know, what we found was with the amount of people that we have, uh, we have to communicate with them in different ways, and we have to be pretty steady with that. Um, so we decided to have a, a Facebook VIP group with just our team agents on it. Um, yep. So we actually use that as not only a better communication tool, uh, but we use that as some in-house marketing of what's going on, posting pictures of our agents at these events. 
Uh, so that in-house marketing, we find it, it's a really it's a way of re-recruiting and then yep. motivating for them to want to be in these events in the future. Let me jump into this quick, too. Our team has taken advantage. I'm sure you guys do this at the team meeting. We'll announce it. But one of the things I, I, in my church that I go to, we have a meeting once a month called a testimony meeting. And any of the people in the congregation can walk up and talk about their, their faith. And we do the same thing with our real estate team. So after on every Monday, I ask everyone to give us their opinion of how the culture event went the week before. And the goal of that is to hear all of the greatest positives that came out of it to motivate the people that weren't there to go to the next one. And we do the same thing for our trainings. We recap, recap all of our trainings and ask the agents what was the best stuff that came out of those trainings. And then we have our trainer announce what's coming up the next week to sell the people on coming. And so often I'll hear team leaders say, Jeff, you know, I know the trainings are great and culture events are great and all this stuff you do, but I can't get my agents to go. And the truth is, if you look at extreme ownership, they don't go because they, they don't perceive the value is there. They don't believe the values there. If we think values there, we're going to show up. We go to movies that we hear are good movies because we hear that it's a good movie or we see that the ratings are high. And so we go see it because we be, we think the values there. If the ratings are 5% and the movie was a flop, we probably aren't going to show up. So you have to make your events necessary and you have to make your events relevant, um, both from a communication standpoint. And then the actual event needs to be fun and needs to have value. So I think that's awesome. So we talked on culture. What would be the next thing that you think has really helped you, Troy, within your role, provide value to Ryan and the organization? Well, we have so much to offer. Real estate is not one of those things that even, even if you're brand new to the business or even if you've done it for a few years, uh, what we can do is overestimate how much knowledge they receive somewhere else. Um, you know, there's a lot of brokerages and I'll leave names out of it um, mm. where they collect a lot of people and they may have their one or two training events, but they didn't really invest in people and they invested in recruiting basis. them yeah true and, and it's almost daily interaction uh to really keep them on board with what's going on and um and to to help them understand the value of that training uh one thing that we did is we used google a lot so you know we uh, have basically one of those google sites so if you are you know logged into our system you can access this it's not a a general open public sort of website uh, but on there when we're doing trainings uh, because we'll have trainings that are company or team or even new team member driven and we record those and we can put those on those website so this website is always a constant source of answering those simple questions like where can i find this form well Go to this university site, as we call it, and it's on this page. Uh, where do I find my duty information? Go to the duty page, right? So we kind of we try to keep it simple, and then have supporting videos on those pages uh, yep. where they can find out more information. And then so again, this we'll is almost we'll a, like an internal in. Google. It's a Google wiki, right? Under yeah, exactly. yeah, Google Apps. Yeah, yeah, because I have a friend yeah. of mine that did that for his team, too. So, yeah, that, that's a great, it's a phenomenal resource. Now, there's other tools you can use to build it, but, I mean, if you already have Google Apps in general for your team, like, you can literally just get it for free. And it's actually fairly easy to uh, to build out. It's essentially having an internal Wikipedia for your team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and anytime we have trainings, we record them. And uh, it's really easy to turn it into a YouTube video um, and get on the site. It takes just a couple of minutes to yeah. do that. Um, so I'll give you a quick advance uh, or quick, a quick example to provide value, but then as a manager, save time. 
Um, okay. We all know that investor uh, relationships and transactions sometimes a little complicated. They know the different asset managers. How do you make offers on these things? How do you find homes for investors? And someone will ask me that question. Well, I love to answer it, but at the same time, that's a 45 minute answer, right? On yeah. the thoroughness of how to do that. Well, we've got a 29 minute video that's on the website and I'll say, go watch this video of this training that we had. And if you feel comfortable with that, come back with questions and then we'll work on the process of how to find these homes. So, you know, now I, I use that almost as a vetting process to see who's really motivated to follow that path. And if they are, then we'll invest the time on, on the follow through on that. Uh, but we've had it, uh, a lot on there that I'd say it's it's beyond just real estate. Um, I mean, we've all heard that you know 87% of people will drop out or drop out of real estate you know in a year or two. Um, then I've heard other similar numbers that the amount of people who get into real estate about 85% don't have any sort of sales experience. So to me, I don't think that is are they direct tied? I, I don't know. I don't have any you know precise evidence on that. Uh, but to me, the numbers sound very similar. Um, so I know that a lot of people that get into real estate have never really had to pick up a phone and talk to somebody. They haven't had any sales experience. They don't even really understand what follow-up is. Sales volume, don't even know what that is. So I think what we can't do is ignore the simplicity of what our training needs to be on some of those fundamentals. So we actually have a lot of sales training that we do. Uh, we have uh, videos that we've created on phone reluctance, um, building value with buyers, earning trust, uh, questions you need to answer in a buyer's mind, how to become a top producer, how to prospect, uh, a number of those sales-driven things, just so uh, they, they may not master the sales language, but if we can give them a few more objection handlers, if we can give them a few ways where they can say a few things better, um, it's going to translate to deals until they, they get up and running. So I think that our, our commitment to consistent sales training is something that, that may be different than a, a lot of other environments. I think that's awesome. You know, I was sitting um, today, I meditate in my hot tub every day, either morning or night. I spent about 20 minutes. Today was an hour. If I had a hot tub, I probably I would I love too. that. <laughs> Jeff, that may be the douchiest thing you've ever said, and I love Thank it. You. I, <laughs> and I'm not very, I try not to be super douchey on these. So I'm just sharing something personal. I'm being yeah. authentic. To, uh -huh. to get connected with my millennials and my Z gens that are out there. So <laughs> while sitting in the hot tub overlooking my land, um, it was five degrees outside, so my bald head was freezing. But I was thinking a lot about what makes a team successful and what 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 makes a team not successful, and what makes an agent successful. And then, like we talked about, those agents that leave, why do they leave? And I came down to the word that Troy has used a lot of times in this podcast today, and the word is consistency. And so often everyone jumps on these podcasts and meets with a top agent or reads a book and says, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. And it's true. All of us can do it. Nothing's rocket science. This is simple stuff where I believe the teams that produce at the highest level are different than everybody else. And why they're getting those results is they're doing all this simple stuff over and over and over and over again. And so, like Troy said, building out that database for, with training material, that sounds simple to me. I, I know what it took to, for him to do that. I know what it takes for my team to do it. And it's not simple because someone has to show up and deliver the content. So one plug I want to make quickly for our coaching company, Elite Real Estate Systems Livestream Coaching, is all these topics that Troy talked about, we've created those topics as well and make those available to agents. So you, as team leaders or individual agents listening, for $17 a month, can take access to 12 hours of video content. And we have a library just like Troy talked about where people can dive in, pick any topic you want, and you have access to all of our trainings, hundreds of hours of past trainings. 
And the thing that I'm sure Troy does and we do as well is we're always leveling up. So the moment in which we know we could offer more value using Troy's example of the lent, um, investor presentation, yeah. he, he surely is going to update his, his investor presentation. But he only has to do it once every six months instead of having to do the presentation for 45 minutes every single time. So for anyone out there that's like, man, this is too hard. How am I going to create all this style, this content? I don't have the content. We have it. Elite Real Estate Systems created it. Omaha's Elite's the flagship team where we're delivering it. We're making it available to individuals Wednesday, Fridays, 12 hours a month for $17 because we know how much how much value there is in those trainings. So if you're well, someone that hasn't pretty, already signed you might up. Want to you might want to increase the charge of that because that's actually tremendously low. Knowing how much time I have to invest in it because I'll invest you know, an hour to 90 minutes to preparing Google Slides and then I'm in the training for another 30 to 45 minutes. Then I'm spending another 30 minutes getting it online um, yep. and then having to pour a lot into that. So yep. you know, it's a loss. It's a loss leader. We're not making yep. money on that, but we're putting them into our we're putting you. We'll let the world know transparency here. Hot tub and transparency. Um, we're putting you into our sales funnel. And our hope is that all of those individual agents choose to become team leaders. And if they choose to go into our team leader product, we add an additional four hours of training and a coaching call every week. And that product's only $497 a month. And here Troy goes again, you should increase the price on that. We want to make it so that the whole world can can scale up and do better. There's too many people yeah. that are operating at the same level every year. They're not thinking bigger. And our, the, my passion comes in sharing with others how to play big. And that's the whole idea behind Elite Real Estate Systems live stream. So if you haven't heard of it yet or you have and you just have been sitting around, go jump on there and at least sign up for the $17. Troy told you we should be charging hundreds of dollars a month for that. And it's 17 bucks. So pretty, pretty much a no brainer. Yeah, uh, it's such a, a huge return on your time to have that sort of database, and that's that's why we've poured a lot into it um, because it now um, every hour we've put into building a database of videos like you have, that's an hour that we have back that we can go spend with one-on-one -on -one time, which is so crucial. Yep, and that's what we tell our our clients to do is use our trainings, lean on them the same way you lean on the video you create for the investor, and then have a 10 or 15 minute huddle to discuss the training, make sure it's pertinent and applicable to your own office, your city, your marketplace, et cetera. All right, so the other thing I know I wanted to be sure we asked on, and I know a lot of people listening, especially those success managers out there, want to know more on is number one, how do you hold your agents within your team, Troy, accountable to the expectations you've set? So inspecting what you expect, and how do you incentivize and motivate them to get better? So it's a twofold question. You can take on both parts. Well, what we want to do is we want to make sure that they take personal ownership and the path that they want. Um, and really, we have a packet that we give them and we go over right in the very beginning when they join. And uh, before we get into scripts or even the business plan or anything, it has three questions on it. Um, and, you know, one of them is, um, you know, what um, what do you see as your purpose and role for your clients and for the team? And basically, what is your why? And we want that to be deeper than why are you a real estate agent, but why do you even get out of bed or get out of the hot tub and want to have a day ahead of you, right? You know, what is your driving force behind that? Uh, we see a lot of people struggle with that. Like they're in real estate and they have no idea why, right? Um, they don't really have any sort of personal why. So we focus on the why and the purpose. And then we also ask them, what kind of agent do you want to become? Uh, because if you don't have any sort of um, future growth plan, um, you are just just kind of wandering through the woods there. Um, so we want to uh, really from the very beginning have that message of, uh, of, look, you are here. You want to be somewhere in the future. 
Um, let's focus on the activities of what you want to become. And that's what's going to be, be, get, be able to help you get there and help you get through some of those stressful days, too, because real estate is one of those environments where you're popping champagne at noon and you just feel like mm. you just got punched in the face at five o'clock. Right. Um, so you always have to re rely on that why and that purpose. So really, we developed the model where we do have some suggestions where some of the minimums say, you know, two deals a month. Um, if you sell X amount of homes, you're going to have X amount of money. So we do have guiding suggestions, but we have a lot of blanks on there and it's actually, it's pretty simple. And we start with the end in mind. What do you want to do a year? How much do you want to make a month? Okay. Let's, let's work the numbers down to even how many people per week you need to speak to. And we let them choose those numbers so that when we have accountability sessions, um, we can always reference numbers that they personally chose. A lot so of a few a few of the things that we do is we do have a team meeting in the beginning of the month. We try to lean more on inspiration rather than uh, working on the nuts and bolts of trying to diagnose situations. We have a sales meeting in each office where there we can diagnose issues, um, go over sales numbers publicly. OK, uh, making public declarations, uh, declarations, of what goals were and whether we met them or not. And those um, so goals are an accumulation of all the agents, individual goals, not goals set by the brokerage. Right. Right. Um, and then as far as accountability um, at the beginning of the month, real or I should say at the end of the month, we have them fill out a, a report card. And it's basically how many calls did you make? Some of the, you know, the typical stuff, calls, emails, how many appointments did you have? How many transactions? And uh, we really spin it as it's not to see what you did wrong. It's, it's let's see what you can improve on. Um, then we will have one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings and there we'll pour over, okay, your sales goal that you declared for yourself. How, how often is your one-on-one -on -one meeting? So really, it, I'm in the office often. So really, we're talking all the time. And you know, I'll Do you have that scheduled bit. on a calendar and are you tracking each agent individually to see how often they're meeting with you? Yes, yes. So we do have a calendar. So basically what we do is we send out a, a, a shareable, editable uh, spreadsheet and they can choose their time. And we'll do that towards the end of the month. We'll have these 20 minute one on ones. And we keep it super focused. Uh, we want to see how their pipeline is. What you do last month? What do you got coming up? Who are you talking to now that could be your next one? What sort of uh, activity can we change or implement to uh, get the numbers to where you want to be? Um, so uh, the way I look at it, it's almost like a, a GPS. A lot of these business plans, you do it, you put it away, and then you don't look at it until the end of the year. Um, so really month to month, we want to pull out this business plan. The business plan actually has a spot on it for every month where we can meet and we can uh, guide through the year on how we're doing. Uh, I mentioned a GPS because if you're traveling a long distance, that thing is always recalibrating along the way. Um, so we want to do that too. If you want are you to doing get that with their, are you going to do that with your, their call goals? So if they're short on their sales, you'll increase their call goals to make up for it. Or if they fell short on calls, like are you Absolutely. helping them stay on track to hit their goal by increasing their call numbers, their appointments, et cetera? Throughout yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the path for success in real estate. Uh, there, the, I always say, look, the, the the secret in real estate is that there are no secrets. Uh, all of the successful um, uh, path and and is 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 out there. Uh, what you really need to do is just pour into the research, um, you know, have a good coach with you, and then at the same time, uh, commit to it. Um, so if they're 
if they're choosing their own personal numbers and they have that personal ownership, it's going to be a lot more motivating on their end to live up to that. And then, yes, we will adjust, whether it's calls or, hey, you didn't do any open houses this month. Um, you know, let's 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 pick two houses right now uh, that we can do this month. So we're real specific uh, as far as activity and what they can improve upon. Um, yeah. So we have we try to have accountability, but we try not to try not to overdo it. Um, you know, I think what we do is we try to keep it at, a, at an amount where we're present, but we're not oppressive um, so <laughs> that they're so busy with their accountability that they don't have time to talk to people and actually hunt for business. Yep. Now, I can't tell you that things have changed over the year, though, because, you know, even a couple of years ago when this team was smaller, it was almost like um, there really wasn't much accountability. Uh, we had a smaller team. It was kind of an honor, trust sort of system. Um, and then, you know, as the team grew, we knew that we needed a little bit more accountability. Uh, you're introducing people who, um, you know, just don't have that sort of self-discipline um, to do that reality check of their business. So over the last year, we've really ramped up uh, the the accountability. There were a couple of times, you know, we, we you know, rolled out a, a, an idea or an accountability sheet, and it didn't seem to really connect with certain agents. So, you know, what we wanted to do is always do a, a self-examination of, um, you know, how are they responding to this? Is it getting results? Is it working? Um, so we, you know, tweaked it along the way uh, to try to make sure that it was uh, simplified as much as possible. Because when you're trying to communicate to something to say 83 team agents, yep, um, it's hard to get 83 people on the same page. Um, so if we are... Um, if we are delivering an, an accountability system that's clear, that is a reasonable amount of time, that has a personal ownership behind it, we're going to get a high level of participation on that. Yep. You said you're doing a report card. Would that be something Ryan would be willing to share with us? We can make that report card available to our, all of our listeners. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Matt, we can, we can connect that to this episode. And then also, I wanted to know what backend system are you using? One of the challenges I hear from team leaders is their agents report on like reporting sheets or report cards like you shared, but there's right. no true system to know that they're telling the truth with the calls and their follow-ups and their to-dos and all these other things. We've been using Boomtown for six years. So when our accountability coach sits down with each of our agents for 20 minutes every single week, we just pull up their Boomtown page and there's no lying. We can see, did they touch their nurtures? Did they touch their watches? Did they set an appointment? Did they do their to-dos? So is, yeah. do you guys have any type of back office tool that allows you to do the same? Well, we have a combination of things. One, there are some certain spreadsheets and trackers that we've built uh, just using Google Sheets and forms where they can enter in appointments or what have you. We do use follow-up boss. Uh, so from there, we can see how many text messages, emails. Uh, they've had a lot of filters in it over the last few months where we can get the quick smart list on leads not contacted recently. So it is a, a bit of a wake up call when someone will say, you know, I, I, just, I don't really have anyone to talk to. And you're open up their CRM and you could go to not contacted recently where you could change the filters of, OK, how many leads were created uh, between these dates that haven't been contacted in a week and you got a full stack of people. And then you could see total calls made. Uh, so, yeah, we do open up the CRM because that is a bit of the reality check. They will look at it differently than we will. They yep. look at their CRM as a too big of a to-do list to even tackle. We see it as evidence of what you're really doing and where you're getting distracted. 
Yep. Hey, real quick to do a little bit of house cleaning. Um, I do want to throw a 50% off discount to anybody that wants to come out to our team building workshop where we get into a lot of these strategies on how to hold your agents accountable and inspect what you expect. Um, normally, it's $29.97 to attend. Troy, you actually have an invite to come with Ryan for free for being on our show. So thank you again for being on. But if awesome. you are considering to coming to one of these events this year, if you're willing to brave the cold, um, I can't share my hot tub with you, unfortunately, just because we have too many people coming. But I will share my city with you and make it 50% off. So it's going to be $14.97 for the February 19th event only. So if you call in or schedule an appointment to talk with our business development uh, VP, Melissa, just reference this podcast with Troy Brimmer, and we'll give you a 50% off discount code for the February 19th event. Also, I'm going to be keynoting at the upcoming Berkshire Hathaway Convention. We were just named one of their preferred coaching partners, and I'm also going to be keynoting at the Boomtown event. We were just named one of their affiliate coaching partners. And so if you are in and or around the San Antonio or Charleston area, uh, beginning of March of San Antonio into March is Charleston, we're going to be hosting a special cocktail hour for all of our ERS clients. We'd like to extend that invite to anyone and everyone that follows our podcast. So if you want more information on that, just contact us on our website, EliteRealEstateSystems.com. We'd like to invite you out and buy you a drink and hang out with you either in San Antonio or Charleston if you want to make the drive. Very cool. And Troy, what's the best way to connect with you? And especially if they have, um, you know, a referral for you guys there, kind of let, let people know how they can connect and what areas you guys serve. Well, uh, super easy. Um, uh, Hampton Roads, which really is, it's Southeast Virginia. So if you're thinking uh, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Portsmouth, um, Suffolk, Williamsburg, uh, the Peninsula area, like Newport News and Hampton. Um, and we would be handy for, you know, a lot of other agents out there uh, because we have a huge military base here. Um, and it's one of those things that keeps um, the market strong, really, 12, 12 months a year here. Um, you know, we'll, we'll write business in January. That's the same level as, as uh, July because of that, uh, that all those military transfers. Um, so if you wanted to reach out to us, finchteam.com. That's uh, F-I-N-C-H, finchteam.com. Or if you just look up First Class Real Estate Virginia Beach on Facebook, really easy to message us either way there. And we have uh, content support staff that's that's monitoring the website and Facebook. So we're pretty responsive in getting back to you. Awesome. You guys, do do us a favor. Go out to iTunes and thank Troy for being on the show. He shared a lot. We could have spent 12 hours on this podcast with you, Troy. I know you have so much content. I always leave when I'm interviewed and feel like there was so much more I could offer. But I know you offered great value in the things you did choose to share with us today. So thank you for your authenticity and willingness to share. Um, if you have found value in these podcasts, please go out to iTunes. Um, we are under the podcast section. Search the Team Building Podcast. Um, you could also go to EliteRealEstateSystems.com. Click on Podcast. There's a redirect link there. Give us a five-star review, but more importantly, please leave a couple sentences of gratitude. Um, call out whatever your favorite podcast was. Thank Troy for coming on the show today. And that usually hits really hard for people that are trying to decide which podcast they want to listen to. And obviously, we want to continue to, to expand our reach and provide more value to people like you. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Appreciate it. We had a ton of people watching and dipping in. We did have some questions on, like, you know, how do you motivate agents to uh, to keep on producing at similar levels while the inventory is low? Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to handle those questions. So there's some really good ones, guys. We appreciate those. Yeah, but uh, if you're looking to start a team or you're already a team leader, like Jeff said, go to EliteRealEstateSystems.com. Not only is the podcast link there, but all the details on the workshop uh, and live stream that he briefly alluded to, as far as the the weekly trainings, are all there. So go there, guys, and. Uh, We'll see everybody on the next episode.